0: Welcome everyone to another episode of Alpha Waves And today we are talking about a very interesting topic As we move into the festive season Which means you spend a little more time with your colleagues Which means we're opening up the question
1: How much of a friend should you be for your colleagues? Yes Yeah, interesting one
0: Colleagues and friendship
1: It's always going to be was not a tricky one, mm. but there's always going to be some sort of boundaries that have to be in place. First of all, mm. but then around this time of year, like you're saying, it's a very much a, a happy time.
0: Uh, yeah, let's get
1: together, time. Let's celebrate one way or the other. Depends mm. on obviously what your field of work is mm. can change that. But there's the, there is a commor- What's the how do you say the word? Camaraderie. That's the word mm. around it. Um, <laughs> and there's going to be favoritism
0: there definitely are you do have your favorite colleagues and it's like your favorite cousins and your non-favorite cousins there's always going to be a fave
1: see the cousins is an interesting (laughs) angle for you to already to go like that comparison is already interesting is it Yeah, because we're talking about colleagues and you've mentioned...
0: (laughs) I'm like, my colleagues are my family. (laughs) Not even friends. (laughs) I was thinking of the memes, like when your favourite cousin this and your favourite cousin that. (laughs) That's
1: an interesting comparison. I'm not going to lie to you.
0: (laughs) Don't make it weird, please. So off the back of that, how much
1: of a friend are you to your colleagues? (laughs) I'm like like family to my... (laughs) (laughs) No,
0: um... So many factors come into play with this because one
1: <clears throat> depends
0: on the kind of workplace, mm. what you want from the workplace. Sometimes even if you go in with those intentions, you do actually end up making friends. Yeah. Even if you're like, I'm not going to come here for this. That's also been a situation. And the opposite where it's like, I really want to, I wonder what new friends are going to make and you just don't carry people outside of work. Mm. But I feel like it's all, all relative because... I've got some lifelong, very important friends in my life today that came from work. Yeah. So it can happen and it is a real thing. I think it is a shame if you shut yourself off from it because you could have a really good friendship.
1: How much of that is determined by where you are in your life though?
0: See... I don't know, because if you asked me this a couple of years ago, mm. I would have probably said, it makes no difference, blah, blah, blah.
1: And I would have told you, you're wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you would have been right. Because <laughs> I feel like I'm experiencing it now, where I'm at a stage in my life where I'm pretty happy with my friend set. Mm. So, and I'm also happy with keeping work as well work Mm. so i'm really not looking for friends but i also have an understanding of how life works and that these things you know special connections you can find them anywhere and if you're meant to have someone in your life you're going to meet them some way and if that happens to be through work then it happens to be through work so i feel like it's important not to close yourself off to that
1: yeah yeah
0: because like i said I'm so happy with like the people in my life who are my friends who came from work. But at the same time, it is a tricky one because how much of a friend can you be to a work colleague? You know, a younger me was like a super friend to my Mm -hmm. work colleagues. And sometimes that paid off in terms of the friendships I've got today. Sometimes it definitely did not pay off. Like (laughs) it was just not a good idea to do that.
1: Do you think it's um? Do you think age is a factor?
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Because I'm thinking about it. Yeah, myself. I feel like a younger version of me would have been open to speaking to pretty much everyone, and I still mm. am like that, right? Mm. <coughs> but as you get older, you know what you like, and you know what clicks you, with you a yeah. bit better.
0: You have more wisdom,
1: and I think it can allow you to then form these friendships. A lot easier, I believe, mm. because you're not. Depends on how you are as a person. So for me, as a person, I'm the same friend at, to my work colleagues as I am to my real friends, mm. but in different ways. Mm. So what I mean by that is like I can speak to my real friends in a certain way. I can be the person that people can come to and speak speak about things to yeah Yes, yeah, and I'll and I'll be that person. Two work colleagues as well, right? Mm. But where 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 it changes is the stuff that I let off and the loyalty would be different if that makes sense. Obviously, because if you've gone through certain things with certain people, you've got a different mm. type of loyalty and yeah, there's different experiences that you've gone to, etc. How you said you're the same, yeah? So
0: I am the same, but one thing I will say is mm. that you only truly know if you're friends with someone like actual friends Mm. once you've left that workplace i think that's when you know i definitely do because i've been in that position where there were people who at work we were so seemingly close where i thought yeah we're definitely going to hang out after work or Mm. sorry outside of work once i'd left but we never did
1: how do you cross that line anyway even even if you are working with someone Mm. from colleague to friend like 'Cause there's people that I would cl- class for mm. myself that I'm super cool with. Mm. But I probably would still introduce you as my colleague if we was out somewhere. Mm. Like I wouldn't call you my friend probably. Probably.
0: I would. I remember I did that once. I my actual friend came to see me and I was with my work friends. And I was like, Oh, here's my work friends. And then the next day they were well, like, why you Oh, say that though. I was introducing.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you used the word "friend," but you you've labelled them as a work <laughs> friend. If you just said these are my colleagues, I think mm. that would have been. They can't really argue with that because that's a whole True. different terminology you're using.
0: True, but it sounds so formal. Like we were hanging out. We were, we were. They are my work friends at that point. They didn't cross the line to friend
1: friends. <laughs> so then they're your colleagues. I don't believe in work friends. I believe that either your friends or they're your colleagues. That's my point.
0: Hmm. I don't think so. I think you do have work friends because you have, when you take it out of like real friendship, friendships outside of work and mm. at work, you have your colleagues at work mm. and then you have your work friends.
1: They're your friends. Are they your work friends or are they your friends from work? Language is important. Here.
0: Now, see, that's where, you know, the lines mm. move further down, yeah. you know, because then someone could be your friend from work but then they're not your work friends.
1: That's my point. But that's where, that's what I mean by the line. So if you're my friend from work, mm. I'm just going to call you my friend. I'm not going to say from work. Mm. That's my point.
0: But only, okay, I guess so. Yeah. When that threshold passes. But if it hasn't passed. Then you're yeah. just my
1: colleague at that point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I feel like there's a middle ground. Like you are my work friends. Yeah. Because if you were my colleague only, I wouldn't really be hanging out with you outside of work
1: exactly so then if I'm hanging out with you outside of work you're no longer just my
0: my colleague you're now my work friend you're my friend from work we're agreeing to disagree <laughs> <laughs> we're agreeing to disagree on that one
1: do you know why I say that is because mm. if I introduce this person as my friend then somebody could say oh where do you know them from then I can say from work or where did you mm. meet I can say work but the moment I say work friend to me, that just means, oh, this is someone that you're just cool with at work.
0: Mm. You know what? I feel like I'm too much of a literal person. Mm. I, like, I really am. Like, I would have to define you.
1: <laughs> but why do you feel the need to Until that?
0: then, you're my friend. And now you're getting all the friend benefits and loyalty. And So are you a
1: different friend to your work friends, in your terminology, as opposed to your friends outside of work? Or are you the same person to both people?
0: I'm the same person, which is how you become friends, but my openness, my yeah, I guess my openness, my trust mm. is gonna be different.
1: that like your real friends wouldn't see you around your work friends would be like, You don't do that with us or you no, don't no
0: no, like we blend, but they would be yeah like it wouldn't be like that where it's like oh you're a different person you do different things because I'm like that with my current friends now where different people different friends different groups will experience different common interests so that is something that happens naturally but in terms of like how far I take a friend at work obviously I take it far because that has that crossover has happened but And it depends on like how that friendship is, you know, like I think work friends, just like all other friends, it's not by force and you have to let things grow naturally, but you also have to have the wisdom of knowing that you're in proximity with someone. So don't get lost in how quickly you become close Mm. and take that as something deeper when you at that point aren't sure if it's deeper or superficial yet.
1: Yeah obviously that does play a big mm. part the frequency of how you how often you're seeing this person
0: yeah and trust and stuff like <clears> that like <throat> i might phone my friend and say yeah i just had a nap i'm working from home i'm not going to say that to my work friend even if they're He's my like, work friend yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah. so it's things like that that you kind of have to trust you know or giving too much of your personal life so then your work friend tells their work friend and now everyone knows you've got stuff going on and they're wondering oh I wonder if that has something to do with her work or maybe they're starting to see things in a different night just because a seed has been planted mm. and I think it's important to have wisdom like protect yourself until you know
1: how transparent do you feel like you should be is an acceptable level with your work friends
0: Well, like I said, it's not by force. So if you're speaking to someone at work and you can feel there's like a genuine connection there, you're naturally going to be open with them, Mm. you know? But even like with non-work friends, I've discovered you know someone more through more experiences that you go through. So for instance, how do you deal and how does that friend deal with a, a conflict of interest? You know, like say if they're asking you for advice on something and you give it, How do they react to that? And you don't know how they're gonna react until the moment happens. So risks like that, I don't really want to take with work colleagues. I did it a lot more when I was younger because I was Mm. young, I was naive. It was like my first job. So, and being in your 20s after you've just left uni and you're working with other people in their 20s, you just feel like you're in uni again. Mm. But that's where I learned a lot of my lessons.
1: Because of your age You think that plays
0: Yeah for sure My age Naivety Like you don't really know About work (laughs) And office life And how quickly Things spread Like wildfire
1: (laughs) Those are learning experiences Exactly 100% Yeah But on the flip side Yeah Mm. Like Being at your stage In life now Yeah Mm. If you was to meet Let's say you was to meet A young version of you Younger Mm. version of you Right do you think you'll be able to be fr- work f- like friends with them from work, or would it be too? Are you are you in too much of a different space to class this person as? What I'm trying to say is, if your interests don't align outside of work because of age difference, like you know this person's early twenties, mm. they're going through these same experiences. Mm. You're a bit older than them, mm. but you really like this person. Like you just like, mm. get on. You're cool. But you can see the error of their ways. Mm. Would age be a factor in terms of how much I can really be a friend with this person? Because I know right now they're not going to be on the same wavelength as me outside of this building.
0: But they could be. because you
1: take them underneath your wing?
0: Yeah, like, exactly. Like, you could be. Because I've been in the opposite situation in another workplace Mm. where I made friends with someone who was older than me. Like, there was a big age gap. And I was really sad to, like have to leave that workplace and not see them again because Mm. we'd always, like, speak and talk about life or this or have jokes or whatever.
1: Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, This leads on to my next question. Oh,
0: okay. But I still would see them outside of work and go for a drink and catch Mm. up, you know? And Mm. it's only when you reach out or they reach out and you do those things, you determine if you're able to, continue like, develop a friendship. With me, because when I was younger, I was in, like, a very... Like social life was mixed in with work a lot. I'd had a lot of social experiences with my, you know, now friends from then. Mm. So it was easier to maintain a friendship after work because of that too. And when you are like drinking with colleagues and stuff like that, and you do really get along, you, it's easier to develop a friendship. But of all those friends that i did that with of a whole group i've only kept one like only one person there is a real friend and that friendship i never had to think about do you know what i mean because Mm. it was one of those instances that i mentioned where you are meant to meet that person and be friends with them and they're meant to be part of your life so
1: but do you look at people that maybe have not have not stood the test of time in terms of your length of friendship Mm do you look at them as any less of a friend just because you two aren't friends now in the sense of communicative all the time? But if you look back on how it was when you used to work together, you can't say that they wasn't your friend.
0: No, they absolutely were your friend at the time. You mm. know, like...
1: But I think that's where a lot of people... Mm. Going back to your earlier statement of like, once you leave somewhere, you see how much of a friend someone is to you. Mm. That's why I kind of have opposing views on it, Mm. is because just because we're not, we don't speak now, Mm. doesn't make you less of a friend, if that makes sense. Because during that period of time, I would have said you was a friend of mine. It's just that now, back Mm. to proximity, Mm. our life has now gone different avenues. Yeah, but does that mean, mean that that time when we was on the same path? doesn't mean anything now
0: but when you say that is that like a colleague friend Mm. a work friend who Mm. you you hung out with outside of work like what would you call a friendship with that
1: um even the hanging outside of work thing yeah there's people that you work with that you know that you could hang out with them outside of work Mm. but life, isn't it? <laughs> like, mm. You've got your own stuff going on, and they've got their own it's stuff. It's
0: true, but see, that's where coming back to what I said earlier. I would call that a work friend. <laughs> but what if you're like Because that is your friend, that is your friend, but like that's not your friend okay outside of work. Okay.
1: To counteract that, yeah. Mm. What if <laughs> this is somebody that you do lunches with? Yeah that's technically outside of paid
0: time yes it's, it's,
1: it's it obviously it's convenient mm. because you lot are in the same area at the same time yeah mm. however you could easily not spend that time with them there's plenty of people that you work with that you don't spend that time with mm. what do you do with these these people if you wasn't at that job or even if you was at that job mm. and i phoned you and i'm like oh i'm in your area let's do lunch
0: mm. what's the difference well, then there isn't a difference. Then they have transitioned into friend. But if you haven't done that,
1: no. But say that that's what you do. That's but you don't hang out outside of that. Like,
0: but I feel like you could say that about anyone, really. Do you know what I mean? Well, not anyone really, so. but but you could say that. And then if you haven't done it, you could I say feel. A lot of things. But I feel like if you haven't done it, then that's an indicator that that might. Like, yes, that was a significant Mm. friend of that vicinity, that moment, that time. Mm. But are they really.
1: But there's friends and then there's long term friends, right? don't believe in that like there's friends for the moment and there's yeah i do believe in that i don't call people my friends easily anyway that's that's
0: i think that's why i'm struggling with it Mm. because i don't call anyone just my friend you know like you've got to really and it's not like you've got to earn your way up to that it's like a level of love that comes Mm. with that Mm. that Mm. you Mm. don't Mm. just give out unnaturally so for me i'm just like and you know to go back to that example there was um a girl that i was working with who we'd spend every lunchtime together and then we'd go on tea breaks and we'd have so much fun. But then we'd also do things outside of work a little bit while we were working together, but a lot more once we left. And that's how I knew that that was a friend, mm. not just a work friend.
1: But do you know why it's difficult? Mm. Because you do have your own friends as well. Yeah. So there's obviously there's enough days in the week for there to be mm. one day where you look and do something. But sometimes it's just not possible because you've got your own life to live same as them right
0: but that's the thing it's like that's it comes down to effort you know
1: but why are you going to make so much effort with somebody that you see already when you've got your own exactly
0: exactly that's why when you leave work that's Mm. the test of like maybe test isn't the right word but the indicator i guess of whether that's actually your friend because you make an effort for the people that you want to make an effort for you have curiosity for people that you want to put in your life a Mm. bit more and be part of theirs and if you haven't done that even if you could and something would have grown there were other work friends that you were doing that with so they are your friends and it doesn't mean that when you look back in time there wasn't like real camaraderie there or friendship Mm. or like something really joyful and nice but it wasn't and maybe this is harsh to say and too much of a blanket statement, but it didn't have that depth
1: yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, a friend yeah. does. I agree with you. Mm. I'm just playing devil's advocate here, mm. to be fair, because <laughs> like I said, I don't clothe people yeah. My friends very easily. And neither
0: do I, neither do I, you know? Like that one friend who did, who from that group did stay, that person, you know, and it does happen like when I was working with her It was very easy to know she was actually my friend, Mm. you know, like I didn't even need to know that we would hang out together once I'd left. Like I just knew that we would. And sometimes that happens. And then there's other people who I also kept outside of work. And then those friendships broke down of their own accord. But I'd still call them my friends because those friendships broke down. Once I'd left work, like a friendship had been built, you know, So it's not like, oh, those are work colleagues who weren't actually friends. Like, they were friends. The friendship just didn't work. And then there's some people who, you know, I'd met once I'd left work for like a drink or whatever, or, you know, message to make dinner plans, but you just don't feel like going. That's not your friend and you're not their friend.
1: Do you know why this is so interesting Mm. to me though, yeah? It's because the way that we as people, not as Mm. in me and you, just Mm. we as people look at, friendships is so interesting yeah Mm. because the majority of us carry at least a few friends that we went Mm. to school with right Mm. but realistically it's similar to work when you think about it it's it's Mm. proximity we was at this school every day yeah together that's why we can outgrow people of course you can of course you can Mm. right but we don't really i don't really hear people say oh yeah that's my school friend unless Mm. they're no longer friends if that makes sense Mm. but with with people from work it always seems like there's this
0: barrier yeah or this Mm.
1: labeling of it like my friend from work like it always Mm. has to be established that this is where i bet this person but it's like Mm. with friendships you can meet somebody like you're not just going to see somebody random on the street and become mm. friends the way you become friends is that familiar i can never say this word familiarity yes of seeing somebody yeah mm. wherever no matter where it is that's how you kind of mm, create mm. bonds right yeah so as you transition into your adult life mm. do you find it easier to now make friends in these type of spaces or harder
0: In workspaces in particular, all spaces. All spaces. I'm not going to lie. I still find it quite relatively easy Mm. because, and I think you just, like you said, I'm so open-minded that like you never know when you're going to meet someone new. And like I said, you can outgrow phases and people in your life. So that leads me to believe that I'm eternally a student, which means I'm eternally, you know, a potential friend to someone. Mm. And you just never really know who that those group of people are going to be or what's going to happen you can't really close yourself off to that just because you already have friends do you know what I mean but I think it is quite easy to happen if you're open-minded to it mm. like i'm not going into work like i absolutely do not want to get to know these people or blah 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 or this 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 i'm still like sharing certain things with them and letting things grow naturally mm. but i'm also grown out of my younger days where i'm like i'm gonna have a drink with these people and really get to know them and blah 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 or even like a couple years ago when i did that do you know what i mean so it's it's not having that kind of like force the friendship, fake friendship Mm. kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then I think it's interesting what you said that the stigma around work with that. And I think there's a couple of reasons that there is like a bit of a weird thing with work friends. Mm. And I don't know entirely where I stand on it because I don't know if it's like a closed-minded thing to do because you can make real friends or if it's a wise thing to do, because it is a fact that at work, it's a very competitive environment and not everyone is actually your friend. Like some people really put that, they do not put that first, like they Mm -hmm. will use you. And if you do tell them something, they will tell everyone else. Mm -hmm. There's people who can be so friendly. There's people who will tell you, oh my God, other people at work are just, they don't, you know, they're not easy to get along with or this, that and the other or blah, blah, blah. And then one insignificant thing that you've let slip, they've told everyone, including the people that they were talking about. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. People like that exist. And where, like, in other places, you have more freedom with discernment to read a piece person, you're at work dealing with people's masks, mm. you know? So mm. you don't really know who someone is all the time. So... As bad as it might sound, I think it is important to be wise at work because that's affecting your livelihood. And that could be part of the reason why there's, you know, a weird thing. And then another thing is work life balance. Like when you become too enmeshed with your work colleagues, work becomes your life, which means everything toxic about it, everything good about it, everything that's not great about it, you have no balance and um, work yeah. really is a facilitator of your life so you know you can't yeah I don't know
1: well some people place everything on work like you're saying so mm. and if that's in the nicest way possible if that's all they've got to live for then mm. I can kind of see why they go down that lane yeah it's not a nice lane to me though because mm. there's got to be some sort of separation between work and your personal life but saying that mm. if you struck such a good Friendship. Mm. <laughs> I struggled to even say that. Just then. <laughs> like I don't even know if you want to call it a friendship. Like mm. somebody, but you're currently still working with them actively. Yeah. When do you decide to invite them into more of your personal life? Do you think as soon
0: you sh- as you want to? Like, you don't think you there feel... should be
1: some sort of separation.
0: No, because then you know you could also if you that's what i mean like as humans we should all trust ourselves like trust the energy that you're getting from someone you know mm. and if you're feeling like oh i want to know this person better then you should go out for a drink with them and do these things
1: but what about like personal events to you life events do you think you should always keep that separate
0: i don't think you should do anything
1: mm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. i don't think you should do okay. anything like if you feel like doing that then do it, then do it. yeah I hear you. like honestly i remember i had a birthday and i invited work people and i'm so glad i did you know what i mean like you've got a i'm just thinking if there was any other personal things but no other personal significant life things anyway if i had a significant thing i would invite my colleagues and even if like say if i was getting married and there were all my work colleagues and we maybe didn't see each other so much outside of work but we had like a close enough friendship where Mm. if i'm talking to them about my wedding plans and blah 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 i would find it weird not to invite them do you know what i mean Mm. because you're part of my day-to-day life
1: i get that Mm. all right so on the flip side now Mm. This is somebody that you're very cool with And close with at work mm. They've come to you with a life problem How much of a friend are you meant to be to this person If you know like the truth Of how you feel about the situation Probably You don't know how it's going to sit with them The same way it would as a friend outside of work Because you might have gone through stuff already mm. Where you know that I can speak to them this way I can be completely mm. honest Or whatever, whatever how do you handle those situations? How much of a friend do you think you should be in those situations? Or should you be looking at things objectively? See, you don't there's know. like
0: two... There's like what I want to say. Then yeah. there's like what I did, which is the opposite of what I'm going to say.
1: <laughs> That's why it's a perfect question.
0: So I'm just like, as my friend, how could you do this to me? Mm. But put me on the spot. Because I would say... I'm very passionate, like I really do give advice and I know that I give good advice. Part of that comes with learning that people are just going to learn things on their own. Mm. So what I would say, I'll start with what I'd say and then I'll tell you what I did. <laughs> <laughs> what I'd say is the same way as you would with any person in your life, you've seen enough of this colleague to know how they're going to re- how they're going to react to something. So use your discernment, mm. you know, and i would put more weight on that because this is your workplace like you don't know if what you're gonna say is gonna rub someone up the wrong way and then now they're gonna talk about you and everything you've shared is out there you know or the potential of it is out there and Mm. yeah it would be so great to live in a world where you don't have to look over your shoulder but that is the world that we do live in currently so it is what it is but on, on that same breath like if you do know this person you know how they are with you usually you know that they have quite an even temperament you can tell them certain things truthfully and they respect your opinion and they're mature enough for that then yeah do it Hmm.
1: so what did you do
0: i always said my (laughs) true thoughts
1: (laughs) fair and how was that received um Was it received in the same way it would be with one of your real friends?
0: See, I don't know how it was received, like when I'm thinking back, you know, and I've worked in a few different workplaces now. But the thing with me is I would never really give my real opinion unless I felt already some closeness where I Mm. could do that. But I also recognize, especially in my younger years, I was quite an opinionated person. And I think one thing that's changed for me a lot, which I now carry a lot more, is knowing that what is true for me and what is my opinion isn't the truth. So with everyone across the board, like work or outside of work, I'm a bit more trying to at least be less like this is what i think as the eternal truth i'm more of a facilitator of a conversation and that's a hard habit to break Mm. but that's what i'm trying to do and at workplaces sometimes i feel like there's so many other ways to show kindness than telling someone the truth right So that's what i try to remember like if you can tell that someone might be anxious or worried or this or that it might be more beneficial for you to make them laugh for example or Mm. give them a compliment or say something nice rather than sit down and say maybe you have like an anxiety thing like have you tried this have you tried that have you you know that's something that level of honesty i do reserve for friends I can trust with that honesty.
1: To be honest, I don't even call that honesty. That's like care. That's care, care, yeah. Mm. Different care levels.
0: Yeah, different care levels, exactly. Indeed.
1: Which is, I think it's important to have that separation. Yeah. I, cause I don't think you can care for everybody in the same way. Mm. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. But.
0: And you, it's not by force either. Like yeah. you can't actually like put care on, maybe you can, some yeah. people can, I suppose, but you can't um if you feel it naturally it happens. And again, if you do feel it naturally mm. Mm, I don't know.
1: The thing with mm. me, yeah, that I not that I struggle, but it's so interesting to me interesting mm. to me is the concept of like people bonding, right? Mm. Like essentially you're just people that's ended up in the same place at the same time, right? mm sometimes you get along sometimes you don't yeah however taking it beyond the location that you're currently in shouldn't be so much of a big decision but it is because this person Mm. is now in one aspect of your life not everybody that's in one aspect of your life needs to translate into every aspect of your life yeah right?
0: and that doesn't then make them insignificant it doesn't make them the, insignificant
1: yeah. but the weight not of expectation but just the weight of your friendship because you're seeing them so frequent mm. feels heavier than the ones that you see less frequent mm. because on the day-to-day you'll you can see tangible things changing with this person you can mm. tell when this person's in a good mood you can tell when this person's not in a good mood. Mm. You can tell, like as your friendship grows, you can tell when they're going through something. Mm. They might even let you in on a few things. And all the while your actual friends, you don't even know what's going on with them on a the day to day because you might not speak to them as much. Mm. But when you do see each other, obviously it brings back everything. Like there's no, yeah, yeah. No, it feels like no time away has been mm. spent, right? Mm. So these these people are very much in the moment. Every day Day to day Even if it's not day to day Mm. Depends on how frequent You see them But What I'm trying to say is When you see your Your friends that Are from prior Or outside of Wherever you're at In that moment in time Mm. There's never a A feeling of Time that's passed Mm. Whereas these people Because you are seeing them It feels so time sensitive Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah 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 Like everything feels more Time sensitive with these people But then Mm. it's like In this moment of time Am I meant to just be 100% me with this person? Or am I meant to reserve certain things to myself? Because I feel... Not that they're not worthy of seeing it, but it's mm. like... We ain't got the credit in the bank like you mm. do with my friends to to have that same experience. But why not?
0: I'll tell you right now. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you was
1: about to tell me. Like. Hmm,
0: why not? You know... <laughs> The first thing i want to say i do think it's because of the way that work is set up you mm. know it is a setup in a way <laughs> mm. and i think it's such a shame because it's true like you see these people day in day out they actually know how you like your tea mm. they know things details about you to that degree like they do become quite significant to you depending on how open you are you might have the same game face on every day and not let anyone in mm. and that is fine as well you know that's not a bad thing to do but yeah it's so weird like it is quite sad that you aren't able to do that mm. but one thing i want to point out is one if you again like if you want to do that you should and i think especially as men like men with other men in particular i It's so sad to see, like, colleagues who really did really, really get along and not maintain the friendship because it's too weird to reach out or something like that. Mm. And I think guys should do that because it is nice to have friends, you know?
1: Sure, but I can only speak for myself, yeah? Mm. Like, I've got friends from youth, innit, that maintain that level of friendship. And then I've got people that I've met al- al- along the way. And if we don't speak anymore, I don't even feed it. I don't feel like that's a friend loss. I just feel like that was that time. Like
0: yeah, that was that time. Exactly. I don't
1: really look on back on it like, oh, we should we should have maintained it, if that makes
0: sense. No, but like, I don't know. Do you feel that sometimes there's hesitation to like reach out to a colleague as particularly 100%. a male colleague yeah 100%. and i think that does come with the stigma of work because you're like oh are we real friends or are we work friends or you know and that is a shame but at the same time and this is why outside of the work is outside of work is the test of like effort and how genuine uh-huh. it was because you don't know if like you have a really close deep connection with this person or well, you've trauma bonded because you both work in a toxic environment and you have now a shared enemy, a shared trauma, and mm. so you've bonded in that way, which is why it feels so intense. That's crazy. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> I mean, Some workplaces mechanism. are so toxic, especially when you're a young person and you don't know any better and you're just like, is this normal? That's crazy. It's a real thing. Like, it's a real, real thing. In so each
1: that's. each coping mechanism is wild both of you need to get out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't work there anymore. But that's one thing. And again, it's that element of trust, like not knowing someone. Mm. And you're seeing someone, yeah, day in, day out at work. But you're seeing someone at work. You're seeing them in the clothes they put on specifically for work. Mm. You don't Mm. know who they are when they go home. Which is why, if you do want to know, like, hang out with people outside of work and then you'll know. (laughs) true if you want to but there's always that in the back of my head that you are getting to know someone and i think sometimes because you see someone so often and they know all these details about you Mm. it's easy to overestimate that bond faster than you would do with someone who you've met at an event because you're getting to know them in increments so you're you're kind Mm -hmm. of giving it the test of time um and not just the test of time like you're allowing things to grow naturally whereas you're at work talking to this person however many days of the week you're in the office so you're talking to them a lot more often than you would talk to anyone and i think it's easy to mistake that as as something deeper and over trust someone I feel because you're still getting to know someone because look that example of like you don't know how someone's going to be in conflict you don't know how someone's going to be if you are suddenly doing really great at your job and they might not be used to that like what side of that is that going to bring out in them like this is not I don't think it's very beneficial Mm. for work environments to be as competitive as they are but they are you know so as you're getting to know someone just as you would with any other person be discerning with how quickly you reveal things about yourself
1: yeah i agree with that wholeheartedly but the reason i think this is such an interesting conversation yeah Mm. is because everything that i've said so far i'm talking from An objective point of view Mm. If I apply it to myself It's Mm. a whole different viewpoint on it right Mm. So I've seen it happen where People might Put too much trust Into somebody that they've Mm. met at work And it might be back to to those reasons That this is A place where they are making Friends like they don't really Mm. have that type Of Bond with somebody outside of here Mm. So now you become somebody That not that I rely on but I see you all the time, right? Like, mm. Even when I made what I said about coping mechanism, mm. like if I take it to to the real extent of it, that person might really be there to help you through a bad time, like yeah, and you're helping each other. Like this is mm. a, a rough time for me in life. I've ended up in this place. I'm just trying to get through. Life like I
0: would not survive this workplace without, without you. you right? Yeah, and
1: it becomes a bit of a over reliance. Yeah, mm. but then that's w- w- which brings in my question. How much of a friend are you meant to be to someone at work, because if somebody's now relying on you, why do you now to need to be their crutch
0: exactly, and you know it's not necessarily happened to me personally. I'm trying to think back, maybe it has mm. but well, maybe not these exact words. But it can get so sticky with like when you want to move forward in your life, in your career or even just explore, you know, and do something totally different. And you've got work colleagues saying we're going to miss you so much. Please don't leave. What are we going to do without you? You're now like tied into something that is meant to be part of your life. Um, And I think that's not right because your real, real friends, whatever, like your friends outside of work, like how often would a friend say to you, don't move there don't do this you know people don't do that to you and they're actually your friend yeah 100% so I think it's strange and quite unacceptable to have that kind of a bond where someone can say that to you and you feel obliged to follow that Mm. and that's where I'd say why i said earlier on that sometimes you can be confusing deep friendships with a trauma bond because you leave that place and they're gonna find someone else to bond to you because they need to survive in this workplace so they then get closer to someone else and you're living your life and that effort of making friends isn't really there you know like sometimes you have some work friends and i think maybe this is the biggest indicator is what do you talk about When you're with your friends at work, like, do you talk about work? Do you talk about little life updates? Or do you actually have conversations that you enjoy so much you want to have them outside of work?
1: Mm. I think that's where you have to draw the line.
0: That's the discernment. That's when you know, okay, I can trust this person a little bit more.
1: Mm. Yeah, for sure.
0: You know, and trust them more to talk about work. Obviously, Back in the day, that's advice I never took at all. Like, I would bitch about every manager, every colleague with my work friends. And I wouldn't advise it. But at the same time, it did also breed really beautiful friendships mm. in my life, you know.
1: I just think no matter what, yeah, you can't be 100% honest with these these people.
0: Until you've left work. 100%. I 100% advise and agree with that seriously you can't you can't because Mm. you're really putting your work life at risk there
1: do you ever look at somebody that you might have been a colleague with here and just look at them and just think what is your life like once whatever hour you finish work is Mm. like have you ever done that before
0: i'm not gonna lie i do people watch so i think that about everyone
1: Mm. and that's what the scary part is because Mm. You don't know. Mm. So how, if you don't know that, can you ever feel comfortable enough to be so, what's the word? Like, how can you be so comfortable Mm. in calling this person your friend and giving them so much information if you don't honestly know what their life is like the moment that they leave this place? Mm. That's the scary part to me.
0: Some people do share a lot like you kind of get an idea of who they are like they're like yeah me and my partner are doing this or we're doing that or this is our dog or blah 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 but it's still true like you don't actually know yeah you don't know like I'm thinking I wonder what people think I do outside of work and it would be so different
1: yeah mm. have you ever said like <laughs> not revealed too much but you ever mm. been in a position where you've said a bit too much and then now you can't take it back
0: yeah that's the thing you can't take it back and it's kind of like one of those things where it could be finding you deep in your friendship whatever but that's just not a risk i'm willing to take mm. now that i'm wiser you know
1: yeah i think there's a few key things that you should never do with work people right mm. and I think talking on your history
0: Mm.
1: is one of the main things you should never do because they're now going to they only know you as number one the current version that you are Mm. now and anything you say is only going to help them form an opinion of who you was before you got here
0: and just to add to that before you move to the next point like Mm. why that is such a good point is because it doesn't allow you to be a new person Mm.
1: literally literally Um, the second thing I believe is oversharing All aspects of your life mm. is obviously like you said I wouldn't tell you To do something or not do something It's up to you about how you mm. feel whatever. But I feel that there needs to be Some sort of separation between Your major life events And stuff that's going on in your life And things that are happening On a day to day While you're at this place mm, What do you mean? Unless this is a Career for life Or even in a career for life You're still going to meet mm. Different people And work with different people Like Luckily I've been in a In a situation Where I've seen So many different aspects Of life In terms of Working for myself mm. Working in a creative field Working in a corporate job mm. Like Doing different Different things And realising that No matter what Walk of life you're in You're going to rub shoulders With certain people Yeah On a day to day basis mm. And It's then up to you What type of bond You build with them Yeah But When something does go wrong You can't You can hope <laughs> You can hope That this person Will still be that same person For you But if something goes Really wrong mm. What's the likelihood
0: and even if it goes a little bit wrong you still don't have that fluid especially in the creative field like that fluid dynamic that you had when everything was cool
1: right right and that's it and i think if people just look at life me personally i think people should strip away the significance of where they're meeting people Mm. and look at the person Mm. Like, it doesn't matter if I met you working here it doesn't matter if you was my photographer for X amount of months mm. it doesn't matter if you was my studio engineer Yeah.
0: Like,
1: look at the person behind all of these titles mm. and where you're meeting them because you might find that this person could actually be your friend Yeah. but you've put up this barrier even though I'm contradicting myself right now because I've told you that there's things that you should never do <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> well, go
0: do them Really
1: when I say I'm talking about things That I would never Mm. do Not that Mm. you shouldn't do it You can do whatever You want in life, Yeah But it's just things That I wouldn't do Me personally right Mm. But I do think that There needs to come To a point where There's less significant Placed on Where you're meeting This person Mm. And more focus on The person itself
0: Yeah I agree Yeah What exactly do you mean Actually So (laughs) Before I agree (laughs)
1: Like it doesn't matter where I met this person. It's just about the Who person. is this person? Yeah, yeah. Who is this person? Can I
0: see myself?
1: Yeah. Like, president. can I really? If things don't go right, are you going to be there? If things do go right, are you going to be there? Forget about are you going to be there. What is your thought process on when things do go right? What, what is your thought mm. process? Like, not everyone, again, going back to your example of like, an opportunity comes up. Say you're working somewhere. Mm. You and a, you and this person get along great. An opportunity comes up for you to move on, and they're telling you, "Oh, you better not be thinking about leaving." Like yeah. what? <laughs> What's your thought process here? Because if you're now encouraging me, I already mm. think, "Oh, yeah, this person has got my best interest." Mm. That already. Is a is a is a good point.
0: And you know, that's such a red flag. And it's I've seen like, especially when you're younger, I've seen that happen so often, not just to myself, but between others as well. You yeah. know, there's this great sadness that your friend is leaving, because it feels like your friend at school is leaving school. Like yeah. that really is how it feels. Like yeah, you've just yeah, come out yeah, studying, yeah. you're working somewhere. So it's so important to really drive it home to whoever's listening to this. That is wrong. <laughs> 100%. That is really wrong. Like that is not correct at all.
1: Mm. It's very selfish. To it's be fair. so
0: sad. Like that is that is your friend, but that's not a friend you want. Mm. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah.
0: like that's that's entitlement, caps lock. <laughs> it really, really is. And you know, you really at that time, speaking even as myself at that time, you really do. It pulls at your heartstrings.
1: But here's the contradiction, though. Yeah. Mm. If you're with somebody And they say to you Well they might not say You better not be thinking about leaving mm. But they might say to you I don't want you to go Like
0: mm.
1: What's the difference in that, in that scenario? You mean a partner? Yeah like
0: Totally different That is your partner You are if, making life decisions together And building a life together You're not But there's building... an element of
1: care that they've coming from That angle of care like mm. I'm gonna actually miss you is it wrong for somebody to say that to you
0: someone saying i'm actually gonna miss you like mm. you whatever for leaving is perfectly normal and fine to say like they validate they're allowed to have those feelings and you can validate those feelings someone saying please don't leave what am it's i different, right? it's so different like someone who's hating when you're getting another job and you know it sounds insane this is a real reality <laughs> you know
1: Yeah, people don't like to see Growth in some people they just want you to stay in the same place that you met them as yeah, and um,
0: And things do have to change like mm. they just do like you cannot hold people back I think But also you can't hold yourself back from making really nice new connections Like if I went into workplaces like no totally separate. They are just work people or work friends And I'm gonna keep it there, then I really would have robbed myself from really beautiful moments and people who are now significant in my life, or even beautiful people and moments who were significant during that period of time to, like, you know, go have a drink after work. Like, just because we, like you said, didn't stay in touch afterwards, doesn't mean that that time wasn't good for the time. Mm -hmm. But again, in all honesty, What did I talk about with those people? Like there's a difference between the friends who are in my life now and the friends who aren't. And the majority of what we spoke about was work or laughing and joking, as Mm. you would do when you're under the influence. It's not like I'm present with you and I want to spend time with you because I really actually like you as a person. That's Mm. different. Mm. Or I'm so curious and now a friendship's developed. Yeah. Mm.
1: Now, you're right, I believe you're right, but I do think there is a need for friends at work,
0: yeah, there is a need for friends at work, like you're there every day like you you need to you know be involved in some way, mm. but don't feel pressured if that's just where you want to keep it because Literally. there's some workplaces, I'd say you know some workplaces where this is not only your dream job right now but you can see yourself moving up there you can see so many things coming off the back of that Mm -hmm. and you don't want to jeopardize it by having a rumor spreading around that you didn't need to be there
1: yeah
0: yeah you know or getting too over friendly and now it's turned into too much of a personal thing that affects how you move professionally you know and Maybe it's a sad reality, maybe it's just reality, but you know, being sloppy drunk when your managers are there and stuff, Mm. because you're having fun with your team, really could affect depending on the workplace, but it could affect what happens to you next at work. Mm. And that is annoying and we can all say, who cares what people think, let them make rumors. That's so fine at school. But when you're trying to move up somewhere or something, These things do matter and it's one of the things I really don't like about the corporate world, how harsh it is, how much grace isn't given in every aspect, even for like a doctor's appointment in most places, thankfully not mine, but that's how little grace you get. You can't even really be sick. Of Mm. course, there's not going to be grace if people can say anything about you.
1: That makes a lot of sense. My final one Mm. question Mm. Off the back of what you're just saying there And it goes back to my original question In terms of how much of a friend Should you be for a work colleague Mm. Say There is someone that you're close with And You're on the receiving end Of hearing all of the Chatter about them Do you think you should ever be in a place Where you go and tell that person What's being said about them Sorry (laughs) get out god (laughs) bless you thank you (laughs) do you think that there should ever be an occasion where you're telling them what you've heard about them or do you think you should always keep that separate that's my final question
0: this is just such a sticky question Mm -hmm. again me personally i've always done that it is not good advice
1: (laughs) you've always let them know
0: and it's not good advice because here's the thing The reason why things are so different at work is because your life depends on it. Like you get your monthly paycheck to pay your bills, your food, your this, your that from work. And in the same breath of like, yeah, you need to have friends at work, blah, blah, blah. Your workplace also needs to be non-toxic. Like you Mm. need to prioritize peace at work. Mm. One thing I'm not trying to get involved in is if you've got people talking about you for whatever reason is to be involved in that. like work is not the place where my friendship is to be tested (laughs) outside of work is that you know so if you've got people saying all these things and blah 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 like you haven't crossed that threshold into friend friend and if we left work and stayed in touch I would probably let you know those things but if I'm working with you and I need to be there I'm not going to insert myself in conversations that are going to stress me out over something that truthfully has nothing to do with me. Like everyone experiences things in different ways. You know, like you mm-hmm. said, there's a the people who have a big tight knit friendship group at work and they stay friends for 30, 40, 50, like however long. And that is significant. But then there's other experiences. So just to preface, every, every experience is fine. So if that particular work friend or friend is having an experience where they're doing certain things that have left them exposed for gossip or what other people are saying. That's their choice. <laughs> and they have to deal with that now. You don't, you're do not you not entitled or obliged to do anything. You're obliged and entitled to make your money.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's fair. That's fair. That's a good place to...
0: And they can't hold that against you. Like, I never told you to do what, they, what you did for everyone to talk about it, you know? Mm. And I'm saying this... Like you said, I personally have done the opposite of that. <laughs> and what it caused me was workplace drama because now that friend wants to talk about these people, they're gonna confront them, they're gonna take work life as personal life mm. and you lose sight of everything. And that's why the balance and the line needs to be drawn because then you, the place where you're spending eight hours of a day where you're meant to be upskilling and all these things are now spent in a really dramatic way yeah for sure and that's how you take your work outside of work at home texting about your work colleagues and what they've been saying and when it all comes out and it does no names are going to be dropped off it's going to be Darren told me
1: (laughs) yeah no facts 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 Mm. I like what you said and I I think that's a good place to 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 end it on that line Mm. of what line did you say? Work is not a place where I need my friendship tested. Mm. I like that. I like
0: that. Thank a lot. you. Yeah. I like that a lot. Because mm.
1: you see it in, in so many walks of life. Like I said, it don't even have to be a corporate job. It can be. I've mm-hmm. seen it in so many different aspects from a crew working together on 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 a shoot, like a film or whatever, and mm. you're spending significant time around each other. For these two mm. months, I've got to see you every day. You're going to see this actor every day. Then you become friends. While you're doing this thing. Mm. But you might not necessarily be... Friends that communicate after this. But if mm. you see each other... You're still cool. Yeah. It's just one of those things. But... um And
0: you can be cool. Like you can go there... And laugh. And have fun. And crack jokes. And get mm. a little more personal. And maybe talk about... Who you're... Di- although I personally... Wouldn't do that either. Like mm. keep your life... So private I'd say. But you can do all those things... And have a good 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 time. But... In the front of your mind... You are working with these people. You don't want to overcomplicate it.
1: Literally, yeah.
0: And one last thing I want to say, any workplace that says, we're a family, are toxic and they're underpaying you. On that note. (laughs) (laughs) It's an excuse. It's an excuse. Your family is your family. Yeah,
1: no, 100%.
0: Every workplace that's like, we're a family, you know, you can say we're a vibe and that might be very well true. But you're not a family. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a supportive, caring environment. A, I environment even know to go from that, that way. facilitates growth. But that is not your mom. That's not your dad. That's These so, aren't your siblings. These this, aren't your cousins.
1: This sounds very personal.
0: So you know yeah. what? It's because I worked in a workplace that was like that. Of course. And <laughs> of
1: course. <laughs> I'm not trying to call anybody out. I'm not
0: like <laughs> hiding it, obviously. But also, I've been watching a TV show called *Selling Sun Sunset*, where they're like, "We're a family," blah blah blah. It's TV show. Family. Mm.
1: Um, any words of West.
0: I feel like that was...
1: (laughs) that would pretty much be yes. Yeah. Anything to add to it now?
0: Word of advice. Um, Do you have one at the top of your head?
1: I just think be friends, be cordial, but for as long as you're in the same vicinity as somebody and working with them, always have some sort of degree of separation.
0: Do not shoot yourself in the foot. That's Mm. what you're doing when you do that. Have some
1: sort of degree of separation between the two. Exactly. And afterwards, if you continue to maintain your friendship, then let it blossom. But while you're there, yeah. I think while you're there, still treat them, give them elements of what you are as a friend. That's Mm. the only way it would ever materialize into Mm. a true friendship anyway. Yeah. But still remember to remain separate.
0: Yeah, yeah. My word of advice and I just don't think I'm wrong on this, is you really do know that this... And it's not to say that, like, prior to this, this wasn't your friend. They were some element of your friend. But, like, a true friendship where you can actually trust them and it's super mm. genuine is when you have your... Um, interactions once one of you have left that workplace because you could still do things on the weekend with your work colleagues and then see them at work and blah 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 you actually just don't know until you've left that workplace
1: Fair.
0: that's i that i really stand by that i'm willing for someone to come forward and you know debate on that mm. I'm I'm humble enough to be proven wrong like if that is a different experience for someone but for me that's been a big indicator so my advice off the back of that is you know withhold that trust until you've crossed that bridge
1: that's fair that's fair, that's fair thank you for joining us on another episode of the Alpha Ways pod yes follow us, hit us up, interact we're all over social media Alpha Ways podcast see the symbol you see the faces and until next time
0: until then